This is LifeCast, and I'm Steve. Tonight. And this is the G220 Effect. We're here. Yes, welcome to another podcast. And you know I got something catchy to say. We live, uncut, ready to rumble, ready to tumble. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, anytime we get to share in the word and get in the word, it really edifies us and it just allows our soul to just magnify the Lord because we're talking about him. And and I love how the word says that those things that are our are, are spirit, those things are lasting forever. So yeah. guess what? When we speak of Jesus, when we speak of all the things that are God, it just, it goes on forever and ever. And we're believing that through this podcast, we're reaching all the parts of the world and yeah. with the gospel, with the good news sharing and and growing together so we are excited to have you on our podcast today thank you for listening and we just pray that today you will be blessed there's a word for you or for your mama your sister your cousin anyone who needs this word let them be blessed also with the word in jesus if they got ears let them hear if they got a mouth let it be quiet no (laughs) just joking but it's good to know that god is god and we thank god today we have an awesome little segment today, and I, I I just thank God because we were once in a place where we felt like God wasn't reachable. He wasn't attainable. He wasn't there. We, we couldn't feel him. We couldn't see him. We couldn't understand him. And then we got to this place. But we want to tell you how we got to this place. We want to show you how we got to this place by dabbling in the word a little bit, giving you a little scripture, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, we always encourage you, if you're at home, open up your Bible. We got our Bible right in front of us. I'm trying to make noises with the pages. If you are maybe somewhere where you don't have your Bible, but you have your phone and your Bible's on your phone, open that up. And if you're driving or commuting somewhere and you can't quite get to your phone, please don't open your word but while you're driving. It up. Plug it up to that aux. <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead <laughs> plug it up to that aux man just no, plug it up I ho- <laughs> never mind that's my, funny my baby is like in 1995 sometimes but high five I love you <laughs> high five high five that's like 1995 you know the aux cable baby newer cars don't even have an aux cable I don't think but anyway uh, we whatever it is just get your word out let's enjoy God is good there's laughter in the Lord there's joy in the Lord you can have this 24-7 you yes. can choose to have this all the time where you laugh and you have peace and you never you know what we were just talking about this on our way here today that people love to talk about the struggle there's no struggle when you come into Jesus no. when you now have Christ living on the inside of you and you really understand what this word tells you about what he did for you man you got joy all access to joy all the time it's in you just yeah, let it out yeah. just let it out you yeah. don't have to be part of the struggle you don't have to be part of striving that yeah. is not your nature anymore you are a new creation that has joy all those fruits of the spirit in galatians are yours they're yeah. fully in you you are patient yeah. you're kind you're long-suffering yeah. you have joy you have faith peace all of that because god loves you man have you seen my wife right now you would think she on beast mode because her arms is moving every her hands is clapping it's like wow but she's right you know we you know we've all been in that place where it felt like god was unreachable untouchable but we're here to tell you that he is reachable he is not untouchable he is attainable yeah and so we when we were once in that place when god was unreachable it was a place where 
condemnation was there. You know, it was a place where we condemned ourselves. We we always felt unworthy, ungrateful, or just just in a place where we we know that that God, you know, it was just like, God, man, oh Lord, oh Father, come help me. Help me get out of this rut. Help me get out of this mess. And when you feel like God is unreachable, unreachable and untainable, that's the struggle. And so the struggle begins to get harder to the place where you say, you start to forget about God and start saying, my struggle is bigger than what God can handle. And so the struggle is, is, is a limited place, a limited source, you know? Can I just tell you something interesting that just came to my mind right now? Yeah, come on with it. Okay, so I got born again um, a little while back. But <laughs> a little age, while y'all. back. And, and, and I remember being having that born again experience where I felt like I had just come to the end of myself, right? And I'm like, there's nothing else, Lord. I have so much going on in my life, so much stress, so much darkness, so much... I need something and I don't know you God like that, you know, cause to me it was like, you go to church on Easter service, you know, every <laughs> once in a while when you're feeling like you just need to go to church, you know, and do good. But you know, the rest of the time you're partying and doing your own thing. And I got to a place where the partying wasn't helping. Nothing was helping. The friends weren't helping. Nothing could help me. And I knew that there was something bigger than me. I needed. And of course I thought of my friend who was th- at that point fully excited about Jesus. I'm like, oh, I want what she got. So I went and found myself in church, got born again. And when I did, the excitement that I had, that I had attained this thing, this thing that I believed was the higher power, something that was going to help me. I just knew it in my heart, not because I really understood what it meant, but I just knew within my spirit. And I believe that that's that spirit in Genesis 2, 7, you know, that he breathed in us. It's always seeking. It's seeking something. It's seeking the father. Wait, can I say this word? Please let me say it. That pneuma. <laughs> <laughs> that ruach in, 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 yeah. in the Hebrew. But yeah, it's all it's always seeking. And and so I was seeking. And when I got to that place and I found that thing, it was attainable. Oh, it was God. And it felt good. Oh, anything they offered me at church, I wanted it. Oh, we're getting we're doing baptisms on Sunday. Oh, I'm in. I'm in for the baptism. I'm in for um for for the the speaking in tongue. I'm in for all of it. Just give me all of it because I want it all, right? But at that place, God was so attainable to me. The faith that I had in that moment to say, man, this Jesus really died for me. Hey, this Jesus really rose in power. Hey, this Jesus is saying now he has to leave so that the Holy Spirit can can come and dwell within me and empower me to now live this life. Oh, man, I want it all. But I wanted to say that because at that point, God was so attainable. He was so reachable in that moment. Right. But then we start to get all religious. <laughs> yeah. You got to put on a fancy clothes. Now I got to find my calling and <laughs> I got to do all these things to please the people that are in charge of my life. Now, now I'm starting to lose more and more sense of that attainable God. He, be, he starts to get so much harder. And this is just my testimony. I don't know everybody else's, but I'm just saying God started becoming more and less and less attainable because there were all these acts that I had to do, all these services I had to do. I had to show the people that were in charge, the pastor, the bishop, that I could do all these things. I was a person of integrity. I was this so that they can confirm who I was 
So now <laughs> it just became a game rather than me having that personal intimacy with God. And so I he started becoming less and less reachable. And that's where you hear a lot of people, they get in a place where they say, oh, you know, church church really ruined me, you know. I'm good. I'm good. I don't want to go to church, I, you know. And then it becomes the church that moves them away from their relationship with God. So then we never want to be in that place because that place, then God stops being attainable because now you feel like you got to do A, B, C, and D yeah. just for you to have a relationship. Yeah. Or you, you're so burnt out doing works that you don't, you no longer have a relationship with God. So you got to the end of your rope twice. So pretty oh. much. So that that's what we want to tell you out here. Word to the wise. Listen, don't go to the end of your rope. You don't have to go to the end of your rope to attain Jesus. You don't have to get to that place where, oh, my God, what am I going to do? I, I don't know what I can do. I don't know what's next. I, I'm broken. Yeah, you might be broken, but don't let it end with broken. Let it be let it be the middle of that rope because that end of that rope, that can be all different types of things. Anything can happen because whatever you put your trust in, then it can be that long life battle that you go through for the rest of your life. But I, I said that to say because you, she had to get to her end of her rope twice. And for that, you know, and it was two different avenues that she got into her rope. One was, was the end of her rope of living a contrary life to God. And the, one, the other one was living a life in God, but working through the salvation, working towards the salvation. And so when you get to that place to knowing God, God wants us free. He don't want us. He don't want us walking in works, because if we walk in, in works, then we live in by the law, and the law is not freedom. The law can't obtain anything but death, because the law brings forth death. Because the Bible says um, in James, it, I can't I can't quite quote the scripture right off head, but I, hopefully we can find it in a minute. But the law in James it said the law of sin is death, and for we know the wage, but we know the law of sin is death. So. And when we think about that, it, it, it gets us to a point to understanding that um, in Isaiah, I just want to share this with you to encourage you. The book says in Isaiah 59 and 1, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that he cannot hear, neither his ear heavy that he cannot hear. Oh, so let me read that again because I say it here twice. Um, Isaiah 59 and 1, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that he cannot save, neither his ear heavy that he cannot hear. So it's just telling you that he's always reachable. He's always attainable. He don't want you to have to go through works. He don't want you to have to be empowered by somebody else telling you you got power. He wants you to know that you have power because you're worthy. He counted you worthy. See, God counted us worthy in Genesis, but we fail. Then he said, okay, let me get to Moses. Let me show you, show him that he's worthy. But guess what? Again, we failed in our sin. Not saying Moses failed because the children of Israel, he didn't make it to the promised land, but they made it. So he didn't, he didn't fail. He went 60%. So here we go. We walk it down. We get to Jesus. And here's Jesus saying, you know what? I see the remedy. Here's God saying through Jesus, I see the remedy. So I'll come in flesh. Here I am. Boom. I'm going to walk with you. I'm going to give you examples. I'm going to give you precepts. I'm going to show you how to do this, how to work out this life. And here it is. 
And I'm not going to leave you alone because I'm going to bring you the comforter. He's he, he is the Holy Spirit. Can't you just and smell that? And when he is in you, he's going to allow you to really walk in power of all these things that I've taught you. Don't feel like you can't do it because I'm sending you yeah. the spirit. He's going to comfort you. He's going to teach you all things. He's going to guide you. He's going to do all these things. How awesome is that? So he's like, and, and I love when, when Jesus is giving the Great Commission, he says, it's in Matthew 28 and other uh, verses, but it says, he says, but I'm with you always, right? Yeah, even he to was, the end. Even to the end. So he's saying that I'm, you're never going to be alone. I'm always reachable. Now, you know, if you accept this Holy Spirit, I'm, I'm extremely reachable because now, man, the joy that I have speaking of the goodness of God. Yeah. He has never left us or forsaken us. He is, he would never leave us. He, God says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And he knew the plan that he already had played out all the way to the Holy Spirit until the word himself that we read of in Revelation the other day, I believe it's 3 and 19. It says the word came down Jeez, until Jesus comes back to bring the new heaven and new earth. And I'm with you. You are never going to be alone. How <laughs> us? God is reachable to us. And you know, it's funny that God walked us through baby steps all through the word. So when we look at the Bible, you can see God is with us in Genesis. Here he is walking with Moses. You know, here he, here he is. You know, God is with us. This, this is one of my key points. God is with us. He was with us in Genesis. He was with us walking with Moses. And then here he is. He says, cutoff point. Okay, David, I got to go, man. And he said, no, you know what? But I got to come back as a man like you. So here I am. So I'm going to walk with you some more, guys. Here we are. I'm going to walk with you on earth as one of you. Come on. How about that David part? Oh, we want a king, Lord. We want somebody to just rule over us. <laughs> we want to be bondage, basically, yes. to a man who's infallible when we can have a just God be an infallible God who can rule over us. Yeah. So, so, I mean, I'm just saying that to show how how much, I, man, our heart is, so, is something else. So you can see how we claim, we call ourselves unworthy because we always want something to rule over us. And so... We get to Jesus. Here he is. He's telling you, here I am. This is me. This is me. This is me. This is me. Then he says, I got to go. Oh, no. Why you got to go now, Lord? Why you got to go? We finally got the <laughs> we, Messiah. We finally now understand he's you. And you try to walk away from us? No. But he said, okay, since y'all upset, I got something even better for you. I got this comforter that's going to teach you all things. Not some, but all things. And I'm going to leave him back. He's going to comfort you. He's called the comforter. And trust me, I I I I've been baptized in the Holy Spirit, meaning yeah. immersed in Him. Yeah. I mean, I've received the Holy Spirit, and t something about the Holy Spirit is I never feel alone. Yeah, I'm never alone, yeah. and I know that I know that any minute, whether it's in my dreams, we we were even talking about this. How even in your dreams, you can reject, you can say things, you can say it, Jesus, and and. I mean, that's how reachable he yeah. is. You're sleeping. You're not even really conscious of what's going on. But in your spirit, your spirit is alive, yeah. you know, and you're still connected with the one, the Holy Spirit yeah. who's reminding you that Jesus rules even yeah. in this dream. Let's let's show that he's Jesus. Yeah. No matter what darkness is around me, he's there. And I feel like light in the midst yeah, of darkness. Yeah, yeah. I've been in situations where things were didn't look like they were going in my favor and begin to say, Lord, no, your, your word says this about me. You love me love me you're always with me and you're you're seeing this situation right now and it's going to work out for my good because i have victory and situations have changed 
So I'm never alone. God yeah. is with me because yeah. of the Holy Spirit now who reminds me of yeah. all these things that, that say God is with you. We are with you. Yeah. And that's awesome. That that's is, awesome. That is I, a blessing. I, I, just, I feel like that place right there was, you know, that God is with you. And when you get to the concept and knowing that he's with you, it's like a different feeling you have. It's like. I'm on cloud nine, you know, I'm, I'm good. I don't got to worry about nothing. You know, you can't tell me anything and I won't, you can't tell me anything and I won't, and you can't tell me anything. No, I'm just, I'm just messing around. But yeah, it's like nobody can tell you nothing that is going to stray you away from the simple fact that God is who he is. Yes. You, and God who is who he is in your life. You become like Paul in Romans 8 where he says, I, for I'm fully persuaded yeah. that nothing can separate me from the love of God. <laughs> nothing can separate, not death, not Anything can separate me from the yeah. love of God. Now, now, Paul was a man who has some knowledge and understanding there. And that's why this is important for you to get to know this word. Because how did even we look at Jesus? He, he knew the Father was with him. He said, me and the Father are one. Like, that's how much he was confident that God was with him. So when he went and spent time in prayer and spent time really uh, uh, um, just soaking himself with the Father and spending time with the Father, he came out of there and was able to do all kinds kinds of miracles signs wonders and, and demonstrate power because and spoke i mean i love when the disciples uh, are, t are saying who is this man i don't know if it was the disciples or the multitude that was there but they said who is this man he speaks with such authority because why he knew who he who was with him like he knew that the father and i are one and you know that's that's funny because when the disciples walked with him now he's reachable now he's reachable. We're reaching. We, we know who he is. We know definitely who he is. But is he attainable? He wasn't attainable until he left. So he said, I leave that comforter now. You got to do the works. Now that's the attainable part. Now what he's taught us, we have attained it. Now we walk in it. Now we move like he said we should. Greater works shall we do. Amen. Man, so knowing this, the scripture in... Uh, 1 John 3 and 20 says, For if our hearts condemn us, God is greater than our hearts and know of all things. Thank you, Lord, that you know of all things and you are greater than, than our heart, the heart that we just talked about just a few minutes ago. Oh, we want a king, you know, and, 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 and our hearts that can want to condemn us and all these things. He's greater than that. Jesus Christ did away with all of that. And that's why we come to this next point that says, God thinks highly of us. Yeah. God thinks highly of you, listener. Yeah. God thinks so highly of you. He loves you. He created you. He knew who you would be on this earth. Even when you were still in your mother's womb, he spoke life over you. There's some people that were not even supposed to be here. Maybe uh, uh, abortion was going to be an option. Maybe uh, 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 some, some things started happening and you were almost counted out, but God knew that you would be on this earth. He thinks highly of you. And, and, and because he speaks highly of you, man, you should live a life of freedom. Yeah, that's awesome. That you should live a life awesome. that is that, you know, John 3, 16. I know that is so we use that scripture a lot and you hear it a lot. But for God so loved the world. So the world includes you and I because we're in this world. We're not yeah. of this world, but we're in, in this, this world. world right. Yeah. So he loved us so much that he gave his only son that whosoever 
his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. To me, that's a statement of highly, he highly, highly, thinks highly of us. He loves us that much that he gave his only begotten son. He loves you that much that even when you were counted out, he still, your purpose and your plan will never be destroyed. You can condemn yourself and destroy it yourself, but it would never be. It would never be. And that's, that's the freedom that he wants us to walk in. We, um, there's a scripture in Romans 8. Steve read this earlier, and it says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. And that yeah. scripture, made, it has made you free. And that, that being made free is what, when you start to believe and, and, and know and read and understand that all that Christ did for you, all that God did for you through his son, that he became the propitiation of your sin. He took it and wiped it clean for you. You became a new creation, new, brand new, brand new, nothing old. All the old things have passed away. When you became that new thing, there was freedom in that, freedom from, from law, yeah. freedom from I have to do all this checklist yeah. just to, in order for me to make it. Freedom from, yeah, I sinned and I did all these things, but so I'm unworthy before it got that wiped out. You know, all of that is wiped out. So now God just looks at you as a new creation. Hey, new canvas. What do you, what should we paint? Let's, let's paint the picture I always had of you. Yeah, That is the newness that comes when we become saved. That when we become born again, that is the newness that we have. God thinks highly of you. You don't have to be condemning yourself. You don't, you do not have to condemn yourself. You don't have to think lowly of yourself because of the past or because of your circumstance, because of where you came from. You don't, you are a new creation. God thinks highly of you. Go out there and be made free. And after that, God counts you worthy. And that's awesome because let's listen to this. He said, when I leave, I'm going to leave behind that comforter. And this comforter will teach you all things. And he said, greater work shall you do. So he's counting you worthy, worthy. And so people, when people think about greater works, they think, oh, man, I'm about to put on this cape. I'm about to be Superman. I'm about to be fly. I'm about to be flying and doing all this type of stuff. No, 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 no. You got to realize that God knows your character. He knows exactly what you can do in you. So everybody's different. So he knows what Steve got. He knows what Deny got. He knows what Joe Blow got. He knows what Sam Sneed got. He knows what all these different people got. And so he knows within you there is something that's going to be used of him. And it's going to come out in fullness. It's going to be like Superman with the cape. No, but, but yeah, it's going to be great. And so God count us worthy. How does he count us worthy? He counts us worthy because he gave himself to us. He gave himself to us as a ransom, as the scriptures say, that any price that you can pay, man, God can do better. So He's already paid the price for you. You don't have to even, nothing you can do to pay off the price for you. And you can't be bought either. You cannot be bought. So if they're trying to buy you, think twice. That ain't God. And you ain't free 99. <laughs> so come on. You ain't free 99. So stop it. Amen. 
man. You cannot be bought by the riches of this world. You can't be bought by anything. You are now God. He's paid the ransom for you. So I, I, it's so amazing that condemnation and worthiness, how those two just go hand in hand. Because if you condemn yourself, you're never going to feel worthy. You won't feel worthy. And when you don't feel worthy, you can't walk in this truth. You can't even really attain this truth that we talk about. You can't, God is now not attainable to you because you can't even fathom this truth because you're busy condemning yourself. But that's when that scripture, that first John three twenty, said that for if our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart and knoweth all things. Yeah. Thank you, Lord, that God, yeah. you are greater than my heart. So, so thank you, Lord. Help me to understand how I can walk in this freedom so that I yeah. can be free. I can be free from condemning myself so I can really walk in the truth of who you say that I am. Man. Who so do you, you are worthy. So Jesus said, who do you say that I am? And they went on. You say you're liars. We say you this. We say you that. And... But they never said he was the son of God. So here he is in power, great, doing all these things. And then he leaves and says, guess what? Got something better than me. It's a comforter and it's to teach you all things and you should know all things. So here you go. You empowered. Go about your business. Do your work. No, I mean about go about your business. Go about your business. Say, get out of here. But no, go ahead. Go out there. Teach. Do the work. Do the thing. You got it. This is all I need you to do is know who I am. Serve me and know me. And there's freedom in knowing me. Man, that's awesome. And knowing all this fabulous truth that we just read, even in Romans 8, right? That in, we're made free from the law of sin and death. We are made free from the law of sin and death. We are made free from the law of sin and death. And so I wanted to say this to someone out there who's listening who might not know Jesus like this and might not understand him like that in trying to grow in a relationship, our relationship with God is reflective of our obedience to him. And our obedience means and just knowing and searching and trying to find who he is, you know, and trying to get to know him a little better. Open up my Bible, reading literature that's talking about Jesus, and but most importantly, opening up the word of God. For it's the only book that we got to tell us who God really is. So opening up that Bible, Get the concepts of who God is. And once you start reading, I guarantee it, it's going to prick your heart somewhere. Not only does it tell you who you are, but it also tells you how to be. Become all that he says this word says to you. When you read it, just don't read it to say, oh, it sounds like, that. oh, that's God. It's nice. No, no. it's talking about you. Who are you? Because you were made in his likeness and image. So who are you? And walk in the truth of what this says this says and as you walk god will speak to you also it won't just be his word but he will confirm his word in you in your spirit you'll know oh god spoke to me this and you'll see right in his word and it's it's confirmation and you get to really walk in this and you'll see how life will change you will begin to understand what it is to be worthy you will begin to understand what it is that you you have been paid for by a price that he he was the only, he could pay that ransom. You will understand that your sins have been wiped out when he looks at you, righteousness. You, you begin to understand what righteousness is, man, that he's a just God. Yeah. Right? In the court, he has already put the, the, 
the gavel gavel down yeah. and said, hey, because you accepted Jesus, it's wiped away. Awesome. You're a new person. You're your new creation. Awesome. You're worthy. I'm attainable. And not only am I attainable, I'm reachable. Yeah. And so for those who are out there who 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 are searching, who wanting to get this relationship and it make it attainable and reachable, I just urge you with this prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for this time. We thank you for this opportunity. We thank you, Father God, because we have this time to encourage our brother out there. Let him know that God, through Jesus Christ, through the Holy Spirit, is attainable and reachable. All we have to do is seek. And you buy, your word says, if we seek, we shall find. Knock, and the door shall be open. So you never close doors on us. The door is always open if we're looking. So, Father, we thank you, Father God, that you will continue to touch our brother and sister's heart and that you will open the one's heart that's closed, Lord, to you and that they may understand that you are Lord and that you are king and that they receive you this day, Lord, and say, Lord, I'm unworthy of I'm not unworthy of you for you're reachable and you're attainable. And Lord, I give my life unto you because you are God. You are worthy of all things. And so, Lord, just like we said, you are worthy of all things. You count us worthy. And so, Father, we thank you this time. And this has been the G220 Effect. I am Steve. Deny. God bless you. And we ghost.